Welcome to Elite Wealth Strategies with Bruce Smith. Each week, we get together to talk about what it takes to get through your retirement years. Saving for retirement is a great start, but it's what you do with that money that matters. Our unique strategies provide a higher level of planning and management of your retirement wealth to help you get the maximum value from your nest egg during your retirement lifetime. Each week, we talk about a variety of strategies to preserve, protect, and enhance your wealth. Have a question for the team? Connect now at wealthcare.com. That's wealthcare.com. Or call 888-888-5601. Now, the Elite Wealth Strategies Program with Bruce Smith sponsored by the wealth care investment center and here we are back together again thank you so much for listening i am bill seller along with bruce smith founder and president of the wealth care investment center founder officially an old guy you know <laughs> founder president chief cook and bottle washer you do it all right uh, boy, amen to that amen <laughs> Before we get going, Bruce, look, I know you're a big techie. You love technology, right? <laughs> no. And, uh, <laughs> and I saw this and thought, well, this is right up Bruce's alley. Do you have a 3D printer yet? Wow. Okay. Um, I don't know if my wife's listening or not. I have to get a fifth on this one. I'm, I'm looking at one. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> no, it's one of the few tech devices I don't have yet. Okay. Well, yet. when you get one, apparently, uh, th this just kind of blows my mind. You can now 3D print a basketball that never goes flat. Wilson debuted the ball uh, a couple of weeks ago at the NBA Slam Dunk Contest. Actually, it's um, regular size and weight of a, of a National Basketball Association basketball. Bounces exactly the same, but it's full of holes to help it, mm -hmm. you know, go up and down. But you can 3D print a basketball. Here what they're doing here, it's the elasticity of the resin you're printing with. So in this case, they've got something that's flexible, that will stay flexible its whole life. And the holes is what lets it, you know, contract and, and expand as you bounce it. And it'll always stay that way. And, and the interesting part, the one I'm looking at is called a resin printer. Uh, you print it, and then you put it into an ultraviolet box, and that's what hardens it. <laughs> you have know, you seen this? Have you seen that glue on TV? Like, like you fix your glasses and then you you like put a purple light on it. That like, okay, it's it's hard. Yeah. That that's how this works. I mean, when you see the technology of what's happening with this stuff, uh, dentures now, teeth. Yeah. You know, I mean, they basically three D scan your your tooth and they make you a brand new one. I'm, I'm lucky to keep my wireless printer connected long enough to get it to print. Holy yeah. cow! Well, I knew I yeah. knew this would be right up your alley, man. Well, I always say, you know, people don't realize my, my previous life prior to finance, thirty six years of doing this, you know, was nuclear engineering. So yeah. I'm super geek. Well, yeah. there you go. Well, listen, as we get started today on the show, uh, the PCE numbers for January came out and they were a bit of a letdown uh, for investors, I, I guess is one way to put it. That's the uh, Personal Consumption Expenditures Price Index. It's a, it's a big part of how the Fed assesses rising prices. And I saw an article on Yahoo Finance and it said that uh, based on the latest report, interest rate hikes are likely to continue. Does this surprise you at all, Bruce? Do you think they're they're going to stay at the lower rising rate, or do you think we're going to have to jack it up again? Now, you know, in the background of all this, you know, one thing people forget about is the national debt. <laughs> you know, we 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 you know, one of the things we we that was great about the ultra ultra super low almost non-existent interest rates was the the interest on the national debt. You know, so as we're cranking up these interest rates, uh, you know, people are going, oh, I'm getting more on my savings account, or hey, I have that 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 savings account at Goldman Sachs, I can get a little more money on, that kind of stuff. And they're happy about that. I even got people still saying, oh, I remember back when I used to get 13% on a CD. And I'm going, yeah, it was Jimmy Carter and it was 18% inflation. You know, that wasn't a good thing, really. <laughs> I mean, I, I think it's likely to continue. Um, you know, but this is this is a big deal, you know, especially if you're nearing retirement, if you're in retirement, or if you're, you know, all right at the cusp of retirement because – uh, you know, if you've had a plan, if you don't have a plan, first of all, you really need to get a grip on inflation and understand how that's going to impact you. Because, uh, you know, saying, hey, I have, I, they told me if I have a million dollars, I'll be okay. You know, some magical thumb rule number. Forget that. That, that just went out the window. Okay. Because, you know, what is that gallon of milk going to cost? What is, what is your lifestyle going to cost you? And don't be surprised if that million dollars is almost meaningless. I mean, I mean, you know, if you really think about this, and I, I know I've seen this obviously in my career, and, and I know you've seen it over your lifetime. You know, thirty years ago, if somebody was a millionaire, that was something bad, was a big deal. Oh, it was huge. Yeah, that was. I was like, wow, they got a million dollars. Wow, you know. Today, 
you know, if you've got two people working and they've got 401ks, if they're not a millionaire, they're not even close to being ready for retirement. I mean, and, and just, you know, you put that in perspective, it's kind of scary. Now, and, and if you had that million dollars and it looked good on paper five years ago, three years ago, today, when you change that inflation number, nothing else in your retirement planning. So if you were planning with an assumed two or two and a half or 2.86% inflation, and you bump that up to three or three and a half or four, you know, the numbers, when you start talking about bumping up 4% a year every year for the next 20 or 30 years, I mean, it, it blows up a majority of the plans out there. So this is a big deal, ladies and gentlemen. This is not a temporary thing. And think about how long now we've been in this. You know, initially, you know, it started and, and it was a supply chain issue, remember? Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, prices are because there's only so many of these. You know, you went somewhere and they were charging you some outrageous price for something. It's like, well, that's all there is. You know, you, that's just all we can get. So that's what we're going to have to charge. And we, and, we, and we were like, okay, we understand that. You know, and then and then as things started to come back and we kind of came out of that, you know, two-year house arrest with nice furniture. <laughs> um you know, then it's like, we, so, we, so we, we went forward and we went back into the world and, and it's like things were cautious. Well, you know, we, we, we reopened our doors, but we, you know, we, we've got, we, we have bills to pay too. We're like, okay, we get that, you know, and, and but here we are now. We're, we're, we're a decent ways down the road and it's not getting any better. It's getting worse. You know, I mean, if you look at a menu at a restaurant, you know, and look at what it was two years ago, three years ago, I know I, know I am more uh, liberal with my, my tips than I've ever been. Uh, because I really, you know, it, I want I want good service, and I want those people to stay there. I want them to be there, you know. Um, so I mean, we our world has changed in that regard. But you know that if if you have a lifestyle that you have budgeted for, and I can tell you more and more of my people as we have our annual reviews with them, you know, there this is something that is is becoming a big deal. They're like, hey, I know we budgeted for this, and people are are paring back. They're saying, well. You know, I, I'm cutting back on that or I'm, I'm not doing that. So people yeah. are, are doing this. So it, it is affecting lifestyles. But if you have a plan that you felt was okay two, three, four years ago, you really need to get a second opinion and get that, that plan updated with correct numbers. And if you don't have a plan, you better get one and make sure you're on good footing. Or what can you do to, to make that plan viable? Well, exactly. And that, that, that's why we get together. That's exactly why we're here every week is to talk about this, to make sure that you understand that uh, just because you set a plan, right, it's a, it's a living, breathing thing. It, it, it's just not set and go. You've got to massage it. You've got to keep it moving in the right direction. And that's what Bruce and his team do at the Wealthcare Investment Center. So if you've saved $500,000 or more, and you would like to have Bruce take a look at your stuff, make sure your plan is doing what it's supposed to do, give him a call at 888- 888-5601. That's 888-888-5601. Or check them out online at wealthcare.com. That's wealthcare.com. And if you're not one who likes to talk on the phone, go to the website and there's a, a chat feature that'll pop up and folks will start answering your questions right there. And you know, Bruce, you're talking about exactly that inflation and um, the cost of things as we move forward. And uh, a new report just came out that said that grocery prices grocery prices were up 11% in January over last January. And uh, the Walmart CEO is calling food inflation the most stubborn of all the categories. And I'm seeing, I just went, I'm just real quick. I went to the grocery store the other day. I bought basically just stuff you need to go with meals, right? I didn't buy any meat, Yep. didn't buy any alcohol, got butter, you know, milk, lettuce, stuff like that, right? Just, yep. just 138 bucks. $138. Yeah. I didn't even buy any meat. It's crazy. I mean, how do you get out of the grocery store for less than 100 bucks? Well, and, 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 and that's if you just walked in to get a few things. I mean, Monica's like, hey, I need a couple things. Okay, you go to the grocery store and you go to, and of course you go to the self checkout, which just calls me. You right. Know? Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> beep, beep, beep. And then you get beep, beep, error, error. You know, call somebody over and you're like, Ugh. you know, you get frustrated. And, and then, you know, finally it's like, boop, yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and of course, you know, you can't see how, did I make a mistake? What happened? No, it's real. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that's the whole thing. My son works for Walmart, you know, and, and the quality of, of the, I mean, for them to get product, it's not, it's not what it used to be, you know. Uh, I mean, like, like I know is we, we were, we had a little get together, very small get together for the Super Bowl. And, and I, and I, you know, I, I a few things I cook, I like to cook and it's like, oh, I'll make this, I'll make this, I'll make this. 
And, and, you know, as we started assembling stuff, it's like, whoa, time out. What the heck? You know, it, it, what is this? This is ridiculous. What we're spending just to put this little, little soiree on here. This is crazy, you know? And yeah, I mean, it's a, and that's, it doesn't matter what you're buying. It's, it's hitting you where all of us, it's hitting every single one of us. This is not a luxury. This is the things we need. This is the food we eat. This is the, the, yeah. And and it's a stubborn category. I I don't know that it's going to change. Well, and when, uh, what I also read in this article was that because of that, at places like Walmart, they kind of have the grocery store and then they have the, you know, the other stuff you need as well, mm-hmm. that because of the cost of food, uh, money being spent on things like electronics, <laughs> toys, uh, apparel, all that is down. Because yeah. folks just have to make decisions now that we weren't having to make just even a couple of years ago. Well, I don't know if the prices are down. I mean, I'm seeing no, more I'm saying sales. The, the, the purchasing is down of oh, those yeah, things because yeah. they're spending so much on food. <laughs> Yeah. You know, and, and the, the other one that got me, and I saw this statistic, uh, actually they, they had an update. It was, remember it was, uh, you know, there, there's, you know, 80 million ships that couldn't get into port, you know, they couldn't get the containers off yeah. and all that. And, and the cost of shipping a container from, from China to here was a bazillion dollars. You know, now it's back to within $10 of what it used to be, you know? So, okay. And, and even with higher fuel prices, which amazes me. Um, <laughs> but you know, but, but did the prices come down to what they were carrying? No. You know, that, that just, I mean, the whole thing is just, yeah. you got to wonder how much of it is, is profit driven, how much of it is real. You know, that's, that's part of this. And, and, and then of course I said last week on the show and I'll reiterate it, you know, so this week we're talking about the, the PCE, the personal consumption expenditures index, you know, <laughs> we have 5,000 different indexes to create a statistic, to make it say whatever we want it to say. You know, the reality is this. I think they need a they think they need a man on the street index. Yeah. You know, I mean, enough of this other crap that somebody came up with in a cubicle. You know, I mean, I can tell you I talk to real people. You know, when people when we talk to our clientele, when we talk to our people we're having reviews with, you know, it's what you see and I see and what they see in the real world. And it's a real problem. Don't tell me what your numbers say. I know what we're seeing in the grocery store, you know, for our trips you know, for the things we do with our family. And, and it's it's a big deal. So, you know, how do we rein this thing in? Yeah, you know, I always, no matter what the numbers are, whether it's for inflation, whether it was COVID, whatever, I always am a big believer that it's between the, oh my God, this is the worst thing I've ever seen, or it doesn't exist. It's always somewhere in between, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah. You, you just have to take a lot of this, I know, with a grain of salt. But like you said, you know what you're doing for your family. You know what it costs to put food on the table. And I think sometimes the powers that be are just so out of touch that uh, it, it's getting out of control. Yeah. And, and grand, you know, and grandparents, being a grandparent, I know your frame <laughs> of mind is different. Yep. But, you know, grandparents, um, and that's one thing we've, we've had to, and that, that's, I have to say, it's one of the hardest, hardest, hardest parts of our job is, you know, I mean, we are financial advisors. And, and if we're doing our job right, you know, then part of that is we have to give unbiased financial advice to our clientele. And if we see something that is that is not good, it's our obligation to share that as much as it is the good news. Okay. Right. And and when you're talking with, with grandparents and, and you know, they're like, you know, well, um, hey, I promised, you know, I promised that we would do this uh whenever we got out of COVID and, and so we're booking a Disney cruise, but but you know, we were budgeting this, but it's gonna be two times this. You know, and it's kind of like, well, remember, we talked about that. And, and you know, this is, you know, when, when you're doing this, this is how it's impacting your long-range planning. Uh, and you don't want to tell somebody no, but, you know, it's, you know, it is getting to the point where, you know, if we do this, if we say, okay, it's okay once and twice and three times, you know, it can have a significant difference uh, on people. And, and, you know, it's like you've got to be plugged in and you've got to understand what's what. Now, that being said, our, our best recommendation isn't don't go on the trip. It's basically, you know, spend a little more time and look for value, right. you know. Right. So, and that's where it's just if you invest a little more time in planning that vacation or looking at some alternatives or negotiate, you know, you'd be amazed what you can do. So, and that's one of the things we're very big on at Wealthcare. You know, I mean, I, in my, like I say, I got free lunches in high school. Um, and, and, you know, in my early life, you know, I, I negotiated everything, you know, I, I just basically, I never paid top dollar for anything. It's like, look, I've got to get the most out of my money and mm-hmm. we still follow that today. But, you know, we pass that on to our clients, you know, it's, uh, like, you know, ideas for car rental, we use Turo, you know, I like to recommend Turo to people. I mean, look at alternatives from the mainstream. How do you get 
get what you want to do, but do it for less money, make your money go further. That's, a, that's another part of the, the equation. Sounds like a plan to me. <laughs> Speaking of vacations and traveling, we're going to talk about the, uh, the price of that and how to deal with that as those prices go up as well. That's on the way next right here on Elite Wealth Strategies with Bruce Smith. You've been planning for your retirement for some time, but now you are watching the economy and financial markets destroy your plan. If your path to retirement or through retirement is in question, it's time for a second opinion. At the WealthCare Investment Center, we can help you elevate your planning to weather financial storms today and into the future. We know you don't want to postpone retirement or run out of money during retirement. So now is the best time to talk with an elite wealth strategist. Let us show you how our higher level of planning and management could help you protect and grow your wealth during volatile markets, reduce your retirement taxes, and build a more durable plan for a sustainable retirement income. Let us help you get your planning back on track and moving in the right direction. Now is the right time to upgrade your plan. If you have saved at least $500,000 or more for retirement, get a second opinion today from one of our elite wealth specialists. Schedule your complimentary wealth checkup today. Call the Wealth Care Team now at 888-888-5601. That number again is 888-888-5601. You can also visit us online at wealthcare.com. That's wealthcare.com. And welcome back to Elite Wealth Strategies with Bruce Smith. We appreciate you being with us this morning. I am Bill Seller. I'm just uh, I'm just here to help Bruce explain things because just like you, I'm into retire, getting ready for retirement, and and need to know things and need to understand things better. So that's what my job here is to hopefully ask the same questions that you have and the ones that don't get answered. Well, you can get those by calling Bruce and his team at the Wealth Care Investment Center. And just before the break, we were talking, Bruce, about inflation and traveling and the cost of everything. And of course, if you're planning a big vacation, that too is likely to cost more than last year's trip that you made. And you know, an article on NerdWallet said that um, you should use your points and miles mostly because loyalty programs haven't adjusted their redemption rates yet to account for inflation. Is that good news? Bad news? I mean, I'm big into that loyalty points thing, man. If I'm going to spend my money to earn them, <laughs> I'm going to use them. It is a fact. Trust me. <laughs> I mean, uh, my partner, Chris, his wife, Ray, and I called her the travel ninja. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'm pretty good at it, too. So, you know, not, and it's not just this. Um, so it's not just they haven't addressed, adjusted the points, but. The other thing you got to do is don't just burn your points in whatever system you're looking at. For example, I have a ton of American Express points, okay, but you can transfer points. You transfer them to Delta. You can transfer them to different airlines. You can transfer them to hotels. So what I do is I look at different programs um, with those. And so, like, for example, like Marriott, uh, okay, Marriott, I can, I can get a room for this many points. But if I got it, if I did, if I used my American Express points, it might cost me 150% more points, you know. So I'll, I'll sign up for the Marriott thing and then I'll transfer points over to Marriott. And, and there's even a thing out there with basically it's like uh, matching upgrades. So it's really, and, and I, I do this a lot. So if you have one card, so if you have one perks program, one place, you know, well, you have like, so you have an American Express Platinum card, or you have a, uh, Say you have a uh, a gold card with a gold status with Marriott or something, right? You know, if you just Google that and put matching, okay, you'll find that other hotels will give you their status without having attained it, and okay. you can and you can start bouncing these things to where you can move up the food chain, and you can you could actually end up going to another one and getting getting their platinum, and then coming back and getting platinum where you're at, you know. And I do that. I, I stay on that, and, and it's amazing. Um, the stuff that you can do. So I didn't. You know, again, I, didn't I didn't know that, man. That's, that's oh, yeah. good to know. Yeah, yeah. it's a, it's a, it's a uh, yeah. There is a there's a uh, if you're and if you're a self employed business person out there, uh, I was I was this one they 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 got me for about two years. They tried to get me on this. There's a thing out there called the Founders Card, and you can find it online. But it's for people that own their own business or they're an executive or whatever, and it's about five hundred bucks a year. And I'm thinking, oh my god, that's just too much money. It's crazy, and it's just a perks card. So I got it. 
And one of the things was it would give you like automatic diamond status at Caesars. And I'm, well, why would I want that? I don't gamble. Well, right. I was I was going to a convention there for uh, for tax planning. Okay, and it gave me it, it waived the resort fee, which was would save me like three hundred bucks, and it gave me free valet parking, which is seventy five bucks a day. I'm like, okay. And Monica and I wanted to go down to the shore, and I got a room at Bally's for forty nine bucks when it should have been three hundred bucks. So I'm thinking, wow. okay, this card will pay for it. So, right. so I got, so I got it. Well, it gave me it gave me Diamond Caesars, which gave me a two hundred dollar uh, celebration meal. It gave me three nights in Atlantis in in Bahamas at no cost, uh, and then it gave me like all these other things. Then I went to MGM and they gave me their gold status, which gave me free nights. And I, I just made a tour of the casinos and I got like a cruise, three <laughs> nights here, four <laughs> nights for this stupid little card. And it, and I can go to the Omni like in Nashville and get a room for like eighty bucks a night. You know what that costs? Shut up! No, you. I'm can't. serious. Yeah, it's Holy called cow. it's called Founders Card. Yeah. So look for those perks, ladies and gentlemen. You can really leverage your money. You know, just because I make a decent amount, I don't give it away. Right. Big well, deal. Well, yeah. I mean that that's the secret, right? Rich yep. guys are rich because they don't spend it, yep. <laughs> and they yep. figure out how it can make more for them. That's right. So absolutely. So wow, that yeah. is that. Uh, I'm I'm going to founders card. I'm writing founders that down card. right now. Yep. Yeah, that sounds yep. pretty cool. And, and, so. and you know, you can be you can be. Uh, I'm I'm Bill Seller, the wine seller. You know, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. You know, they'll take your money. But yeah, yeah, there you go. Outstanding yeah. stuff. This is why I love talking with you, Bruce. I learn yeah. all kinds of things every week. So, yep. you know, if if you are in retirement, if you're getting ready for retirement. This is the kind of, you know, not not the founder's card thing so much, but the stuff that Bruce and his team can help you with and, and that they can help you understand what it's going to take for you to get through retirement with your money intact. And even better than that, if you read Bruce's book, it's called Create Wealth, Retain Wealth, with the emphasis being on retaining your wealth, right? The folks at the Wealthcare Investment Center are focused on retaining wealth. A lot of folks in this industry don't talk about how to do that, right? They just tell you how to invest or they, they say, well, we're going to put your money in stocks over here and bonds over here. Well, with Bruce's book, which by the way, you can find on Amazon, again, it's called Create Wealth, Retain Wealth. The emphasis is on retaining wealth like Bruce was just talking about. So if you have saved $500,000 or more for retirement, now is the time to call Bruce and his team at 888-888-5601. Coming up here, we're going to talk about also why you might want to take a second look at those old golf clubs before you get rid of them. And also, what is reverse boomeranging? We'll talk about that coming up as well. This is the Elite Wealth Strategies program with Bruce Smith. Are you afraid to look at your financial statements? Are you shredding them without opening them? If so, it's time for you to get a second opinion from the Wealthcare Investment Center. At Wealthcare, our portfolios are designed using proven risk reduction strategies to help protect and preserve your wealth during market downturns while maintaining the opportunity for strong growth when the market turns upward. All of our wealth managers are fiduciaries that will always put your interest above all others. If you need a plan to better manage the ups and downs of the financial market, we are ready to help. Let us help you explore the opportunities available from using a higher level of planning and management for your wealth. Instead of shredding or avoiding your financial statements, let's take a look at them together. If you have saved at least $500,000 or more for your retirement, get a second opinion today from one of our elite wealth specialists. Schedule your complimentary wealth checkup today. Call the Wealthcare team now at 888-888-5601. The number again is 888-888-5601. You can also visit us online at wealthcare.com. That's wealthcare.com. Welcome back to Elite Wealth Strategies with Bruce Smith. Along with Bruce Smith, the founder and president of the Wealthcare Investment Center, I'm Bill Seller. We appreciate you being with us this morning and I hope you're picking up some great tips to help you get through retirement. And if you do hear things that raise a question, that's why you want to call Bruce and his team at 888-888-5601. 888-5601 is how you get in touch with the team at the Wealthcare Investment Center or find them online at wealthcare.com. That's wealthcare.com. Uh, Bruce, uh, I don't know if you got an extra $940 million laying around, you could uh, join Bill Gates in owning a stake in Heineken. Did you hear about this? 
I did not hear that. I yeah. read that. And I was like, I was like, hmm, that's, yeah. that's an interesting one. Maybe he's maybe he's washing his troubles down since uh, since he divorced his wife. Yeah, <laughs> his his poor poor wife. Yeah, nine hundred and forty million dollars <laughs> got him just a little over three percent of the company. And he wow. said, I don't even really drink beer, but I just thought that was interesting. Uh, we talk a lot on here about Social Security and, and can it be fixed? Does it need to be adjusted? Does it need to be reworked? Can it survive is the big question, right? U.S. News points out that a lot of politicians are promising not to cut benefits. The latest report from the, and here you go again, right? One of your reports, Bruce. The Congressional Budget Office warns that benefits may need to be cut starting in 2032, which is only nine years away is crazy as that sounds. What do you do with your folks to make sure that this really isn't an issue for them? You know, the funny thing about this one is um, the CBO has been telling us that now for probably 12 years. That has been the date. That hasn't changed. They've been, I mean, they've, they've been warning us, you know, consistently. See, everybody used to get an annual paper statement in the mail. Basically, like, here's your benefits estimate, and here it is. Boom. You know, and and of course, a lot of them went electronic, so you weren't getting it in the mail, and you have to go online and request it. Right. And that's at ssa.gov, okay? And you have to go through some archaic questions. And I will warn you in advance, if you've never done this, you go to ssa.gov, and you start answering these questions, and you will wonder how they know what they know. Because <laughs> mine, I will never forget this, when I set up, signed up for mine, it said, what was your first three, the first three letters and or numbers of your phone number when you were five? And when I was five, it was letters and numbers. It was LU6, let alone six. Yeah, mine was and, TU7. And, and it's like, how in God's green earth do you know that? And why do you know that? And why, do, you know, like, and like, okay, it was LU6. Of, of the multiple choice, it was, boom, there it is. And I'm just like, wow, that's kind of scary, you know? So they're going to ask you some really weird stuff, but they want to verify it you. So you, that's how you get your report. But they've been saying this on the kind of the cover letter that goes with that, that estimate of your benefits. And, you know, it, I think this article pointed out very well that, uh, hey, it's nine years away. It used to be 21 years away or 18 years away or 17 years away. Now it's nine years away. Um, you know, will they cut benefits? Well, if you look at the the fund, and, and of course the, the 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 swell of boomers is is getting you know bigger. That's still happening the way they projected it would. We're living longer. They projected it would. It is. It's happening, and the number of people contributing is less. You know, the workforce has changed, and you know, I mean, we talk about unemployment numbers. We talked about it on previous shows, but but the workforce has shrunk. You know, we're talking about all this technology. We're talking about robotics. We're talking about virtual. We're talking about all of these things that are shrinking the, the cash flow into Social Security, which can do nothing more than accelerate the, the draining of the pot of money that pays out to Social Security. So, you know, it's going to happen. So the way we deal with it, for most of our clientele, if you're born 1964 or earlier, yeah, I, I don't think it's a big deal. If it's 65 or later, we will typically plan that, you know, you're not going to see benefits before 70. You know, because I think they're going to extend the age out. I think that's normal. I think that's what will happen. Will they change the projection of benefits? Will they have different levels of projection? I think so. I think they will change the actuarial tables for them. I think that's what will happen. Because, again, the actuarial tables is based on, Here's what we have as far as funds available, and here's how many people we're going to be drawing, so here's what we can pay out in benefits. Um, I think that's going to happen. I think it's realistic. Um, you know, how else can you deal with this, you know? I mean, there's there's some some sideline bills out there. Uh, we keep a pretty good eye on congressional stuff. They, there's some ideas of, of a national sales tax as a potential way to start funding some of this stuff, in addition to all the other taxes we have, surprise. Yeah, I mean, we've got to do something. I mean, I mean, it's 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 money they borrowed, and you know, how do they replace it? Well, the government doesn't really have any income. Government itself does, earns no money. You know, it just taxes its citizens. So it is the you know, Social Security and the Medicare trustees. So yeah, yeah. yeah and I always I, I continue to say that I would like to see wiser spending. I'd like I'd like from. to see a herd of unicorns too. But that's not going to happen. <laughs> Pink and blue ones, please. You know. Maybe polka dots. All right, you know. fine, whatever. Okay, moving on. <laughs> and they and they should fly, you know, in electric cars, you know. Yeah. Oh, good lord! Uh, <laughs> you're killing me. Well, if we're, if we're going to do that, we might as well just go for right. it. You know, uh, you're killing me, Smalls. All right, here's the thing. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Bill Seller. Uh, that was good. 
You're killing me, Smalls. So, uh, you know, <laughs> we've we talked before about grown kids moving back in with their parents. Uh, apparently, more and more parents are moving in with their kids as well. Like, I heard a phrase years ago that I made a lot of sense to me. I'm, we're kind of in that sandwich generation, right? You have kids that are, some kids that are having just trouble getting out in the world, so you still got kids living at home. Then I know a couple of years ago, my folks moved in with me, so I had kids on one side, parents on the other. Fox Business calls it reverse boomerang, resulting in the fact that multi-generational households are starting to exist more and more. Do you think that living with your parents is the same as, as your parents living with you? You know, it's actually something that's more prevalent uh, in other countries, you know, so it's not foreign. It, I guess it is foreign, but, um, <laughs> but I mean, it, it's it's not a it's not a foreign concept. Um, I personally, we, we have a number of clients that uh, have have erected a cottage on their property, you know, for the parents. Uh, we have some that have done an addition, you know. Uh, one thing, I mean, financially, I will say the one thing that I like um, is and and. You know, I mean, in most cases, I'll say maybe 80%. We've seen some, we've seen some train wrecks, to be fair. You know, I'll tell you, it always works. But we've seen where, like, you know, hey, if the parents, if the parents want to downsize, instead of the expense of buying, you know, getting a smaller house, because we see a lot of people that sell their home, you know, but they're not really getting out from under the footprint of, of property tax because they, they downsized to a smaller house, but that smaller house cost almost as much as the big house did. Right. You know, they, they go somewhere where the taxes might even be higher, you know, relatively. So, so is it really costing different amounts of money? No. You know, is it maybe better maintained? Maybe, uh, you know, so, so instead they put an addition on their house, mom and dad pay for it. You know, the taxes don't go up significantly. So that's good. Uh, you know, mom and dad pay for the addition. That's less than the cost of buying a house. They're right there. Uh, they can, they can, uh, they have a kitchenette or something, so they kind of have that side of the house. Uh, the grandkids can go play with with Grammy and them if they want to, you know. But they can also have their space, um, you know. So I mean, I've seen lots of ways that this works. I personally think it's a good thing, but I mean, we're very close in our family, so um, yeah, I think it's, a, I think it's a cool thing. The other thing I've seen along with this that I think is really cool is I've seen them do that. But then, you know, if, if they had a nice house and they sold it, then the money left over, the parents buy a condo somewhere at the beach and the family uses it. So, so nice. if they want to go, if they want to go south, I mean, so they're not maintaining a big house down south that the whole family can go to per se. But, you know, if, if, if mom and dad want to want to shuffle out of the out of the add on to the house and go down to the beach condo for three months. OK. But then in the summer, if, if, the, if the kids want to take their kids down, their family go, they can go. You know, so I've seen I and mean, that's a really cool model. I've seen that when I've seen it work. And, and at the end of the day, and a lot of times they'll put the condo in the beach and the kid's name, you know, so for estate planning. So there's a lot of neat stuff. You know, and that, that's the one thing I, I want to really impress upon our listeners is. And I've said this many times on the show before, and you've never heard this, but, you know, the thing about wealth care, I don't want you to think that we're that smart. You know, the, one of the greatest assets that you get when you work with wealth care is that, you know, you're getting not just our experience and our knowledge, but we're sharing the knowledge that we have learned from our clients' experiences and what they've done. You know, people come to us and say, well, I'm thinking about buying an RV. I'm thinking about, you know, living in Costa Rica. I'm thinking, Our clients have done all that stuff. I can tell you the good and the bad, just like we just did here in this in this example. So, you know, that's something you, you're, you're we're not just talking investments. You know, when we say create wealth, retain wealth, especially the retain wealth portion. How do you get the most bang for the buck? And, you know, is, is there and I'll say, Bruce, I never thought of that. That's a really great. I mean, that's a different road to go. And, and I've had a number of so many kids, so many of the, the children of our clients have said, you know, hey, Bruce, thank you and your team for that. We would never even have thought of that. And they're so happy that we did that. And we're happy they did that. So, you know, that's the value added, you know, just one of the value added that we provide to our people that we work with. We love having them as clients, but, you know, we share that knowledge. It's a giant pool of many, many decades now of knowledge. Yeah, and I know that, um, you know, when your parents move back in with you, and listen, you're right, this happens in a lot of cultures. Uh, a lot of cultures tend to revere their elderly a little differently than we do. But I know that when, when they move back in, and that kind of leads you to the next phase of your life, right, at least as the parents, and that's the estate planning part of retirement. Do you think enough people plan for that properly, Bruce, or do you think that a lot of folks just don't understand what it really takes? Well, the first thing is 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 that we impress upon people that 
very few people need estate planning. And that's where that's where the wheels come off. People think when you when they hear the word estate planning, they're thinking, oh, my God, I've got to meet with an attorney and it's going to be complex. It's going to be all these things because they don't even need estate planning. That's that's when you're talking about federal estate taxes. And that doesn't affect that affects maybe one percent. You know, 99 percent of people don't don't have any impact from that. What they need is beneficiary planning, is how do you hand off your assets in the most efficient manner to your family heirs, to the people you want it to go to? And, and it's done typically with beneficiary designations on your retirement accounts, but also we're able to set it up where it bypasses probate on your non-IRA accounts, on your CDs, on your savings, on your checking. If it has an account number, we can get it to the beneficiaries without it going through probate, without it sticking to the attorney's hands, minimizing costs, again, retaining wealth, and it's easy to do. And people are amazed. They're like, wait, I thought we had to do all this other complex stuff. No, you don't. You know, it can be done, and that's something that we do, you know, as part of our advanced planning package for our elite wealth management. So it, it's not, when you hear estate planning, people don't do it because they feel it's too complex. But the truth is, real estate planning, the high, high level stuff, doesn't apply to 99% of the people out there. So they're not doing something that doesn't apply to them in the first place. They avoid it. But they should understand. They should have a roadmap. They should have an understanding of, if I leave this earth, when I shove off this mortal coil, then what happens? And basically understand what that looks like and, more importantly, what does it cost? Meaning, especially, you know, I tell people all the time, if you have three or more children, the person who will get the most money is none of your children. Right. It will be the person who's not listed in your beneficiary list. It will be Uncle Sam, unless we take proactive steps to ensure that your family gets the bulk of the money and not Uncle Sam. But we've got to do it with elite wealth strategies and with advanced tax planning that's available to you. But you've got to embrace it, put it in place and make it happen. Coming up here on the show, we're going to talk about a sidecar, what that means. It really has nothing to do with a motorcycle. We're going to talk more about that, what a financial sidecar is. Also, if you are thinking about downsizing or you don't want your kids to move back in with you, one of the things you should keep an eye on to maybe help you make a little extra money in order to do that. That is all coming up right here on Elite Wealth Strategies with Bruce Smith. Are you afraid to look at your financial statements? Are you shredding them without opening them? If so, it's time for you to get a second opinion from the WealthCare Investment Center. At WealthCare, our portfolios are designed using proven risk reduction strategies to help protect and preserve your wealth during market downturns while maintaining the opportunity for strong growth when the market turns upward. All of our wealth managers are fiduciaries that will always put your interest above all others. If you need a plan to better manage the ups and downs of the financial markets, we are ready to help. Let us help you explore the opportunities available from using a higher-level planning and management for your wealth. Instead of shredding or avoiding your financial statements, let's take a look at them together. If you have saved at least $500,000 or more for your retirement, get a second opinion today from one of our elite wealth specialists. Schedule your complimentary wealth checkup today. Call the Wealth Care Team now at 888-888-5601. That number again is 888-888-5601. You can also visit us online at wealthcare.com. That's wealthcare.com. And welcome back to Elite Wealth Strategies with Bruce Smith. I am Bill Seller, along with Bruce, the founder, president of the Wealth Care Investment Center, and uh, once again, real quick, if, if anything on the show you know causes you to rethink things or if you have a question about something you heard, you can give Bruce and his team a call at 888-888-5601. If you have saved $500,000 or more, want to talk about your investments and your retirement stuff, call that number, 888-888-5601, or find them online at wealthcare.com. That is wealthcare.com. There's a little pop-up feature right there where you can start chatting with people if you're more comfortable that way. And a lot of us are. So, uh, Before the break, we were talking a lot about parents moving back in with kids. And I don't I'm, one of the things that hit me uh, during the commercial, Bruce, was uh, do you, do you, have you seen this granny pod thing that's out there that has yes. come around the last few yes. years because yep. of just this situation? Yep. It's kind of a cool, it's almost like a pop-up apartment, right? You just yep. put it in the backyard and everything's good to go. 
Yep. But uh, anyway, I don't know why that occurred to me just now. I thought I'd pass that on as well. But if you are looking to downsize to where people can't move in with you, and uh, <laughs> that's kind of your goal, be it your kids or your parents, uh, I saw this article the other day about hanging on to your old golf clubs. Did you ever golf? <clears throat> well, I, I, I've been on a golf course. I'll put it that way. <laughs> I was always there for comic relief. Yep. But you and I, dude, we're like brothers from another mother because I always tell people the only time I get asked to go golfing is when people need money. And they're placing bets. <laughs> that's, that's the only reason I get invited. But now, Bruce, now Bruce Four. I mean, he's. Well, I used to I actually. Well, I'll, I'll give my golf story. My so I sponsor. We sponsor several tournaments, but I always sponsored the Lions tournament. And the head of the Lions came to my office after I'd sponsored the tournament like four years, and he's like, "Okay, you're riding in cart number one with me," and I'm like, "I don't golf." I said, "Well, you're golfing, and I don't golf. Well, we're going to have a set of golf. I don't golf." <laughs> So I so I jump in my plane, fly out to a, see a client of mine that makes golf clubs, and I said, "Okay, I need a set of clubs. Oh, I'll make you a set. Okay, boom, done." I go to the driving range and I tell the like, I drive into the range. I'm like, "Hey, I'm golfing in eight weeks in this tournament, so I need to learn how to play golf. So I have eight weeks, so teach me how to play golf." And the guy started laughing. He's <laughs> yeah. like, "Well, I might be able to make you not look like a total fool, but no, it's not going to happen." Um, and about two weeks later, I bought the driving range. Um, and my my kids work there. Seriously, <laughs> it's a true story. Yeah. And uh, but Bruce dri- Bruce drives par fours. Wow. Um, he has like the pro stiff shaft plus one. Uh, his club head speed is ridiculous. He's six five, and and he builds this monster mm. club head speed. So, yeah, he's a beast. Wow. So, um, yeah. yeah. So it's it's yeah. But it, and it's real. I, I read this thing and I'm just like, wow. I mean, I know we've had these those wooden shaft smooth faced clubs, and I have a sneaky suspicion. We well, got rid of them. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, yeah. Sadly, now that you read this, right? Golf Week was saying that if you have old golf clubs laying around, they they can auction for as much as eighty thousand dollars. Yeah, and they're saying that if it has an unusual shape to the head or something like that, but uh, the value of collectibles now. While I know you don't recommend that as a great way to retire, <laughs> but I think sometimes we do have some lost treasures laying around, right? Yeah, I uh, I had I had a particular piece of sporting sporting goods equipment that I paid about 500 bucks for. It's been sitting in my basement forever and a day. I haven't touched it in years. And I was on the phone with the guy and, and we were talking. It just came up in conversation. And I'm like, he's like, you have this? I'm like, yeah. And he goes, you know what they're worth? And I'm like, no. And he said, I'll give you five grand right now. I'm like, excuse me, what? I'm sorry. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. So, oh, man. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, go through your basement, folks. You never know what you're going to find, right, these days. Who knows? Let me add one more thing to that, because I mean this I mean this wholeheartedly, ladies and gentlemen. If you have stuff and you're downsizing, before you throw it away, this is where you fall in love with your grandkids, because they're the techies. Come over and say, look this up online and let me know if it's worth anything before yeah. you throw it out. Because you may be surprised, and we have been, we have, we have had many clients that we've done that with, and that we found some real treasures. And you know what's really funny? Some of the stuff I thought was going to be worth something. I still have a box. I'm going to say it's sixty of them of original Beanie Babies that I bought mm-hmm. my kids back when the craze was going on. Mm-hmm. And I thought, man, this is this is it. I, I'm going to. I looked them up yeah. the other day. They're still worth like a buck a piece. I mean, it, but we had a client that had a box of old stock certificates oh, from the attic. Was going to throw them out. Telefonos de Mexico. It was a half million dollars. <laughs> and he was just going to trash it. They, they, thought, they thought they were junk. Yeah, it was, well, the husband was deceased. He's the one that bought it, and he, and he got the certificates, and it was wow. a half million dollars. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's crazy. Yeah, it, so, it so happens. Be, be careful, man. <laughs> be careful going through that stuff for yep. sure. Yep. So when I say the word sidecar, a lot of folks think about the little seat on the side of a motorcycle. Oh, right? Holly Davis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, uh, you know, this is a new thing financially, apparently. And, and if you want to save more than your 401k allows, there is something called a sidecar. Uh, it, it, it's a it's a sidecar for your IRA, basically. And Forbes says it's an investment account, but it acts like a savings account. Talk about that a little more, Bruce. That sounds interesting. How does it really work? Well, this is the case where Forbes is a magazine and they like to put out information, but they don't know all the facts. So this is something new that came out as a benefit of, the, of Secure Act 2.0. It is something that is possible. So if you have a plan, if you have a 401k plan or a workplace plan, and if they uh, enable this in, in the modified the plan document to allow it, you can put up to $2,500 and it has to be into a sidecar, a Roth account. So you pay the tax on the money you put in there, but you can access the money for hardship and it's a self-proving hardship. So you just basically have to, 
you know, I mean, it has to be something real, but you say, hey, I'm not having trouble making my mortgage payments or whatever it is. And you can take the money back out tax-free and put it back in. So it's kind of a it's kind of a, an emergency savings account, if you will. Um, but it is a tax-free account. It would grow tax-free, but it has to be in a principal protected investment. So this can't be in your regular 401k investment. So it has all these hoops that have to be jumped through by you, but they also have to be jumped through by the plan administrator and the employer. And the reason why I, I kind of talk this down a little bit is, for example, like it's been years now that you that they have enabled that you can have a Roth inside of a 401k. Yet most employers, a lot of employers out there, do not have it because they didn't even they never enabled it. They never hit the they never flipped the switch on to enable it to have it because it involved their HR person working with the third party administrator to get it turned on. Oh my God, why would I do that? You know, so if nobody reaches out to them and says do this, then it's not available. So you can read about it. But in, in, these, in most cases, you have to go to your employer and say, is this available? No, I don't know. That's the first answer you're going to get. And then, you know, if you want it and they don't have it, then you've got to find somebody who's going to actually take the steps necessary Then reach out to the third-party administrator who goes, well, I'll have to check one and read your plan document and I'll have to get back. So you see, you see the, the machinery that has to turn yeah. ever so slow to make this happen. Yes, it is a benefit that was enacted by Secure Act II. It looks great on paper. It's a great benefit. It's a great talking point. It's a great article piece. But is it really going to be available in most cases? Big companies, yes. Most companies, probably not for a long time. Yeah, I was afraid of that. It, it sounded too good to be true. So so in, in to, to kind of summarize all that, A, the company has to turn it on or it's not available at all. And then B, you, you can't just use the money. It has to be for a pretty dire reason, right? Well, it's, it's self-proving, you know, I mean, so it's not like you have to send something into the IRS and document. Like if you, if you were to like uh, premature distribution before 59 and a half, there are hardship valid reasons you can do it, but it is something that it, it, there's a certain set of rules you've got to follow and you have to be able to prove that and send it in or else you pay a 10% penalty to the IRS. And they are, they're real sticky about that one. This one's not like that. This one is self-proving. So, uh, I mean, it better be, there better be something reasonably legit. You can't just say, Ah, my dog wasn't feeling good. That's not going to work, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, well, yeah. listen, um, Bruce. Bruce was kind enough to send me his book, and I can't wait to crack it open. I literally just got it before we sat down to do the show today. It's called "Create Wealth, Retain Wealth," and the emphasis, of course, always with Bruce and his team is to retain that wealth, because a lot of folks who work in the industry you're in, Bruce, don't really concentrate on that so much, do they? I mean, that's, you know, that's the whole thing. Like we, we've talked about, in, you know, if, if you think about this, ladies and gentlemen, you know, you know, how do you beat inflation? Well, either you find more money or you save more money, you know. And, and, and when you say save money, people right away think, oh, I have to take more money and put it back or invest more money. No, saving money is, you know, hey, uh, when you get down to the gas station, you know, I mean, like, you know, my son, he's going to fill up my truck today. He's borrowing my truck because the flywheel came unglued in his Subaru under warranty, thank God. <laughs> but, but, you know, it's like, I'm like, hey, here's my, here's my card that saves you four, four cents a gallon, and here's my credit card that saves you another three cents a gallon. There's seven cents a gallon. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I don't want to say I'm cheap. I'm, I'm cost efficient. You know, I don't like paying top dollar for stuff. Right. So we look for ways to reduce the cost of something because, you know, what did Ben Franklin allegedly say? Now they're saying he didn't say it, but a penny saved is a penny earned. You know, a dollar saves a dollar earned. A thousand dollars saved is a thousand dollars earned. That it, it goes linear. So right. That's the key. So retaining wealth is, you know, we don't want it. Basically, we don't want to expose ourselves to unnecessary and harmful risk. We don't want to lose money. We didn't have to lose if we could have reduced that risk. We don't want to lose money to unnecessary and costly fees. We don't want to lose money to unnecessary and avoidable taxes. But we also want to, you know, so any place we can cut expenses, save money, that means more money is left to retain in our wealth, to grow properly and to be available to offset unforeseen healthcare, inflation, all of these things. So that's how you truly supercharge a retirement or an investment account. And that's what elite wealth strategy is all about. It's a higher level of planning and management. And if you like that idea, if it means go, this is different. I've never heard this before. Then the next step is let's have a consultation. Let's talk. Let's see if it would help you, if it makes sense. And the only way we work with people is if it makes sense. We have to show a tangible value for what we do for your specific situation. And if it's not there, we're going to say, hey, we can't work to you because we can't provide that value to you. I can't make it any clearer. You know, that's what we love about what we do. It's a tangible benefit to the people we work with. 
And that is why you got to get in touch with Bruce and his team, right? At Elite Wealth Strategy, or excuse me, at the Wealthcare Investment Center. That strategy program that Bruce is talking about could uh, could make a world of difference for you in your retirement. So if you have, say, 500000 or more, give them a call at 888-888-5601. Bruce, as always, my friend, I enjoy our time together. It goes by really too, as far as I'm concerned, too quickly. But, man, do I learn a lot, and uh, I, I can't wait till next time. Everybody, be safe out there. Spring is coming. And this weather's been kind of funky, but, you know, it's going to get a little warmer. Days are getting definitely longer. Be safe and hug your family. Yes, sir. And thank you so much for listening to the Elite Wealth Strategies program with Bruce Smith. What do you do when you get a health diagnosis that doesn't look so good? Most likely, you'll get a second opinion. Shouldn't you treat your wealth the same way? Your nest egg's financial health has probably declined to the point that you should get an updated diagnosis for your investment portfolio. At the Wealthcare Investment Center, a second opinion with one of our elite wealth specialists will include exploring a variety of higher-level planning and management strategies for your wealth. Our proven strategies can help you protect and grow your wealth in these volatile markets, reduce your retirement taxes, and build a more durable plan for your retirement income. We look at all possible opportunities to improve your financial health. So take a deep breath, give us a call, and let us give you a fresh diagnosis. Because managing your wealth can be just as important as managing your health. If you have saved at least $500,000 or more for your retirement, get a second opinion today from one of our elite wealth specialists. Schedule your complimentary wealth checkup today. Call the wealth care team now at 888-888-5601. That number again is 888-888-5601. You can also visit us online. That's wealthcare.com. Advisory services offered through the Wealthcare Investment Center, a registered investment advisory firm. Insurance products and services offered through American Assets Financial Corp. and RIA Wealth Solutions LNC. The information contained in the material provided is for informational purposes only, and no statement contained here should constitute tax, legal, or investment advice. Our program content is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. You should seek advice on legal and tax questions from an independent attorney or tax advisor. Our firm is not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. This radio program is sponsored by the Wealthcare Investment Center.